Many entrepreneurs or solopreneurs have a desire to launch a book and have this vision that it will create income, either a multiple income stream or simply be a vehicle to get in front of more people more often. However, I will tell you that most people really struggle to monetize their intellectual property. And so I'm super excited today on Amplify Your Marketing Message. We're going to be talking about how actually to successfully monetize your book, specifically with a course with an incredible individual who I had the opportunity to meet through the power of my network. And so I want to introduce you to Dr. Lucas Marino. He's going to be talking to us about this because this is his expertise and he actually walks his talk, which I love. <laughs> So welcome to our show. Thank you so much. It is so nice to be here. Thank you for the opportunity to talk with everybody. I am excited to have this conversation. So let's talk about like why even a course, because for many, the book itself is all the vision we've casted. We haven't right. maybe thought beyond that, but you have quite a strong opinion around the importance of a course and actually using this. So let's start at the very beginning. How do you actually and why do you need one? Yeah, so uh, a lot of my clients, and this was not particularly by design, but a lot of my course creation clients, because I own a business that helps people create courses, a lot of my clients were coming to me as nonfiction authors that had already written a book, a great book, a very impactful, powerful book where they had done all the things they wanted to do with their book. They had captured their expertise. They, they built it for a target audience, and they were now getting that book in the hands of people. Um, they felt like they weren't uh, reaching people in the same way that they had originally intended. They weren't reaching as many people or the book because of the natural industry driven price points of books was going to take such a long time to provide the ROI in their business that they were hoping for. I mean, we've all heard that the book is the ultimate business card and it absolutely is. I write books. I put my book writing almost in front of everything else I do in my business. But, um, the reality is that the book takes a while to to give back, right? Like where we get most of our revenue from our books is normally through uh, collateral uh, types of benefits, right? Like someone reads your book and then they hire you as a coach, a consultant, some type of expert. And so you're, you end up with like client work based on your book. But the ROI from the book itself and its royalties is, is relatively low. So mm -hmm. oftentimes I had people come to me saying, how do I make another product that would have a higher payout than the book does and maybe reach a new audience and help people in a better way. And so they can take the expertise from their book and create a course with it. And I just started to notice that I was doing this quite often. <laughs> and I said, was it, are they coming to me because I'm an author and a business owner? Um, what is it? And, and so it was a little bit of everything, but the reality was they were really trying to create a new product for their audience. Now, this is interesting because I think there's a great, great insight that I want to linger on because I think you need to hear it, audience. And that is that the, the long-term payout of a book isn't immediate. And right. yet, then if we don't plan the short-term, we move on to the next thing. And that's where the lost potential happens mm -hmm. with a book that really could be a huge amplifier, not only of your message, but of your business as a whole. And so courses are something that, you know, I said also gets a little bit of a tough rap mm -hmm. because everyone's saying, create a course, create a course, create a course. And a lot of people will take your money to actually help you do this. Yep. However, I know because I'm going to put my hand up. 
I spent $10,000 learning to write a course. I did not make money out of it. I'll be honest about that. I learned a phenomenal amount about how to run a business and now how to build an audience. And that was one of the key gaps. Um, so what is what does successful course creation actually look like? Because we're talking about not only do it, but create money and revenue and short-term ROI out of it. Yeah. Uh, so, man, there's a couple things in there, right? So one, I'm sorry that it cost you $10,000 to learn <laughs> how to do that. I would I would have taught you for a fraction of that, by the way. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, you're like, yeah, thanks. Timing's perfect, right, Luke? Um, the The having someone else do it for you is where it gets expensive. So I do encourage people to pursue creating their course uh, first uh, on their own or with the help of a coach, uh, which can be a, a lot cheaper than having someone build your course for you. That gets pretty expensive because it is a very time intense thing. It's kind of like when you're writing a book. If you are to to write a book and publish a book, you know how much work goes into creating that book. It's a, it's a lot more than we anticipate at first. So it's not much different with courses uh, in regards to the fact that you have this logical flow of processes involved to create this product and that the product contains a logical flow of information. Mm -hmm. So if you wanted to create a course today that's profitable related to your book or related to your coaching practice or related to your expertise period, I would recommend you do a few things. One, you want to get the right resources in place. The very first resource is confidence. And I know that's the mm -hmm. hardest one to come by, but you absolutely can do this. And we're kind of like, some people smile when I say this and some people go, okay, dude, I get it. But we literally live at the best time in history to yes. do this, right? All the tools are at our disposal. They've been made to be simplified. And it just takes a little bit of time to learn how to use them and apply them to what you're doing. But I do dictate five key points to building a course foundation that I encourage everyone to do before they embark on on creating content. And this gives you both a business case and a practical case for, for, for taking on your project. If you can't do these five things, I wouldn't move forward. So the first thing is to identify your ideal learner. So mm -hmm. if you've written the book, it's probably your ideal reader. And if it's not, you'll figure that out when you say, is it the same person? And if it's not, then you'll adjust accordingly. The second thing you want to do is identify their problem. This should be pretty similar for business owners. You've had to identify the problem of your clients. And the third thing is the solution you're going to provide them in your course. Now, note I put in your course on there, right? So you're going to identify the <laughs> learner. <laughs> yes, it's this is the learner, the person taking your course. You're going to identify who that is. And then you're going to identify the problem that they experience. Now, this may not be your typical client, or it may be. So going through this process will help you figure that out. If it is your typical client, you should be very familiar with the problem you're going to address. And then you have a solution that you're going to provide them via the course. And you have to remember that they're trying to reach an outcome. I don't believe people buy courses. I believe they buy routes to outcomes, right? They're trying to okay. get to some. Can I just shout from the roof right now? Yes. Please do that again, because this is the biggest gap. Yes. What did you just say? They are looking for a result. Yes. Right. This, is, this isn't fiction. Yeah. You <laughs> have a yeah. skill book. Yes, you absolutely have to point them to some potential outcome, no guaranteed outcomes because you can't guarantee their action and you can't guarantee their will and you can't guarantee their effort, but you can guarantee that you'll give them the education, the tools, the things they need to get there if they apply themselves. So you're going to build the potential outcome for them. You're going to talk to them about how this problem is impacting them, how your solution will help them, and then how they're going to get to that outcome. 
And this last part here is really important. You have the person, you have their problem, you have the solution. Those are the first three. Then you have, what is this outcome going to be? Right. That's four. Number five is what steps do they have to take to get to that outcome? And those are called objectives. Those are learning objectives in a course. So if you could say, this is who I'm building the course from, that's my ideal learner. This is the problem I'm going to help them solve. It's very specific. I understand it. I can speak to it. This solution does work for that problem. It's validated. I know this can help them. If they apply my solution to their problem, they can probably, most likely, reach this outcome through the right effort. And then I know what steps they need to take to get to that outcome. So I'm going to teach them those steps. And if you can do those five things, you have a very good case both business case and course creation case for developing a, a product for these people. And the rest of it is just product development and business side of it. So did yeah, that answer the down, question? It does. Yeah. And it comes down to the execution after that. But what I love about this is it one, it's elegantly simple, which, you know, is a hallmark of what I believe about business, but it actually will help you slow down because I think sometimes the biggest challenge that we have is we think I'm creating this for myself. Mm -hmm. Sometimes that's an ego-driven thing. Sometimes that's a, a need to say, you know, and validate our own capabilities. But what's really important about monetizing, it's really important about impact. And this is a huge scaling strategy to creating impact and income is that you need to slow it down and slow it down to five key things so that you get predictable results. It isn't enough to launch the product the goal is to have somebody pick it up, in this case, a reader, and do something right, right. with it. Exactly. And the more success they have and the more support they have through this course, and, and I will tell you, the slower you take it, the more likely they will have results. And so I love this framework. Is it something you see people doing well in the marketplace? Or is this yeah. a gap you're coming in to fill because we're a disaster? Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> It is a gap. Um, and, and most likely because people just haven't learned curriculum development or how to establish a good business case or put the two together. Right. And mm -hmm. I think that's really what it comes down to. And so if you've, you've uh, like a lot of the clients I have is a lot of what I'm doing is coaching, right? Mm -hmm. Because it's like business quasi course creation coaching, because the two are inseparable. You're creating a product for your business. And I think that a lot of people are really good at one, but unfamiliar with the other. And so they just have difficulty putting the two together. Part of it is the gap of like having a formal um, structured approach. Mm -hmm. There isn't much out there. When I went to write this book, I thought I was going to have a tremendous amount of competition. And then when I went looking around for a resource, I couldn't find one. So I was like, okay, I think that there's a good business case in my case for the book. But there's more so just this industry need because never have people been more motivated to do this for themselves. Never have people wanted to do this for themselves, but they've also never had a resource that wasn't like a high level human performance technology driven textbook. So, mm -hmm. you know, I've already been through all that. I did 25 years of that. You don't have to worry about that. We can just get right down to the simple fundamental steps and, and get to work. So there is a gap in that. And I think that people just need something easy. Um, you know, you mentioned my doctorate. Well, when I went through my doctorate, one of the key things I learned was if you really know what you're talking about, you can simplify the complex. And that is the goal as a business owner, particularly, you know, that's what I tell people all the time is there is elegant simplicity. It is distilling it to the simple steps. And many times it is slowing things down 
to be understood, implemented, and executed. Right. And so I want to talk about this testing of your course, because a lot of um, what we know, why businesses flame out and don't see the ROI is because we haven't validated, we've built in a vacuum. Talk to us about how can you improve the odds of the ROI in your success of building a course? Sure. Uh, this can be applied in two different ways. So if you're in a position where you have expertise and you don't have a course yet, you have a book, you don't have a book, whatever the case is, but you know you have this world of knowledge or at least a fragment of that world that you want to put into a course and you're not quite sure if you should invest in the time and energy and money and all the things that it's going to take to create the course, you want to test your market first to see if there's a valid, there's a demand signal, then you can do what I call a pre-development launch. Uh, it's commonly referred to as a pre-sale or a pre-sell launch. And uh, I'll talk about that in just a moment in more detail. The other option is that you build and then test your market. And some people are actually convinced, regardless of uh, the market um, test for that particular application of a course, that the need is there. It's so great. And they've already got people asking them for it. So they don't necessarily want to do a pre-development launch. They may already be a consultant in this space. Their clients mm -hmm. are already asking for courses. They already feel confident that they're going to be able to deliver at least to a minimum audience a course if they develop it. So in that case, they may not need to do the pre-development launch format I'm getting ready to explain. So you just have to figure out which camp you're in. Do I already have a strong enough demand signal for this? Am I confident in that demand signal or not? And if the not is the answer, then this is how you approach a pre-development launch. You can create just enough content and a landing slash sales page to present your potential course to your potential audience and describe in great detail what problem they are experiencing that you're going to help them solve, how your solution will help them. Not, not well, let me rephrase that. Your solution will help them in what way? Okay. You're mm -hmm. not going to get into like exactly how your method works or what exactly you're going to teach down to the, to the nitty gritty but you're going to talk to them about how you have this ability to help them. And then what that outcome is going to look like. They need to see that there's some light at the end of the tunnel if they take your course. Now that's typically called a past model problem, agitation and solution in marketing. You would have that on your landing or sales page. And then what you're going to do is you're going to start sharing this thing shamelessly. Everywhere. Yes. <laughs> Get it out there. <laughs> Yes, you want it on your website, right? You want to direct people to it on your socials, in your email distribution, your newsletter, all the things. Now, what about content? So people say, uh oh, that means what, like, what if someone actually clicks the button? <laughs> it says, Panic. I want your course. <laughs> you have two options. Well, you have several options, but I'll go over two. One is, I promise you this course is going to come out on June 1st if X number of people sign up for it, right? You've probably seen that before. I'm looking for the right number. If I can get there, we'll go live. At that point, I can talk about paying. Um, but I'll tell you right now what the price is going to be. And I'll give you the opportunity to pre-enroll. Okay, great. Sounds good. The other option is you go ahead and, and activate that button to accept money. And you're like, I already know that I'm willing to take on the burden of building this course if people buy it. Right. And it, mm -hmm. you can set a threshold of a number of people, or you can say one. Now I've had people that price their course so that if one person buys, they've basically been paid to create the course. Yep. Right. Because they have such a high, high ticket item for very, very low ticket items, very low cost items. You've got to be a little bit more wary of that. You're probably going to want a minimum number of students. 
And then you decide if you want to issue refunds, if you don't get to the right number of people, or if you just want to put them on a waiting list and then activate after that. So you need one chapter to introduce them to your course that you need to create. And you need one chapter of topic related content developed. So this way, when you do go live, you can start immediately providing value to your audience. Then what you do is you create the rest of your content on a drip schedule and you release it to them by the week. And you're going to mm -hmm. call this your beta group and you're going to let them know that's how you're doing it. You don't want to be like, you have immediate access to the course. They get in and then you start a drip schedule. They're like, I thought I was going to have immediate access to all the things you listed on your table of contents or on your list of things you're going to teach, right? So the big thing with the pre-development launch is to be very transparent about your commitment to them so they can see exactly what you're offering them and exactly what you're not. And you want to also be very honest with yourself about keeping up with this obligation once you accept it. So I, I oftentimes have to coach clients through, okay, you want to do a drip schedule. That means you're going to be releasing content for the next five weeks. You are going to do that. <laughs> You're obligating yourself to that work. Accordingly. <laughs> that's right. It needs to be in your life schedule, right? So anyways, those that's how you can do a pre-development launch to kind of test your market and see if if there's if there's something there. What I think is really important, and I want to talk about this, and you've said it, and you said, you know, you have to check, do you have demand? Mm -hmm. And two things to this, not just do they want it, will they pay? for it. Yes. This is a key thing that I know so many people have. And I love that you've dialed it into you have two paths. People are saying, yes, I want what you have, but will they pay for it? And remember what they pay for is the value you create in the result that they achieve through the solution you guide them through in those five steps. This is such an important thing because I know if your ultimate goal is more impact and more income, you must ask the question. Yeah. And in your testing of your market, you need to be asking about price because one of the things that people often have, and it doesn't matter whether you're low ticket or high ticket, the key conversations, you can't avoid the money conversation. That's right. That's right. And I'm, I'm very transparent about posting my price. Then later. Yeah. yeah, this is one of the reasons why I'm very transparent about posting prices and I encourage my clients to do the same thing. So I'm like, hey, don't hide your price until like the last checkout page. Put it right there on the landing page. Mm -hmm. Let people know what the what the price is. It One, it instills trust. Two, it's, it's, it's what you're going to do anyway. So why hold it? Right. Unless you're worried about scaring people away. And by the way, if you're worried about scaring people away, either your landing page isn't built properly, your message isn't right, or your price is wrong. And so you have to fix those things anyways. So oh, yeah. I love that you said this because I honestly, I, there's nothing worse than, you know, do all these steps and then go, I can't afford it. And, and this is an interesting one. And I'm not talking about high ticket one-to-one -one coaching, which might be a very customized solution. We're talking about a book that has content in the marketplace. And we're talking about a course to help you as the reader achieve the promise of what the title sparks your curiosity around. And this is such an important conversation to be having. So it should be very transparent. You should be very clear on who you're attracting. And you said that right at the beginning. What is the reader? And that might not be your client. It might be something slightly different. You've got to really dial this down. I just think there's so much nuggets and value. And this is why I think you're such an awesome human being. Thank I you. want to talk as we shift into our last question today, because you're a business owner and you've created a book. You didn't mention it by name, but I want to give you that opportunity because I think it's an awesome asset for every business owner listening to our podcast here on Amplify Your Marketing Message. What's the book? And honestly, for you as a business owner, growing a book, helping others, being of service at a very high level to help them get the ROI, what's working for you right now in your business? 
Um, so I wrote monetize your book with a course. I think it's right here. <laughs> so it's called monetize your book with a course. Uh, it is obviously geared towards people that have, um, uh, capture their expertise in a nonfiction book and now want to create a course from that book or from that expertise. Uh, reality is you can take this book and apply it to course creation, regardless of whether you've written a book or not, because I held nothing back on the course creation side. So even if you're sitting there going, well, I don't have a book. That's okay. You don't need one to read this book and apply it and create a course with it, but it is super helpful for people who have written a book. Um, mm -hmm. And so I, I technically run two and a half companies. Um, and so both or all three of them are training companies. One of them I am a co-owner of with the uh, mm -hmm. honorary quarter. We have co-founded co the Empire Builders Masterclass. And so she is an expert in self-publication and in being an indie author. So together we combine to help a lot of indie authors um, in the nonfiction space uh, leverage their expertise to create books, courses, and workbooks. Now, the the way this kind of works out is usually I tell people like your book is really powerful. It, it has just a presence that no other product can have. Your course is also powerful. You should also consider workbooks. Like we, we incorporate all of this into our products and our messaging to help people find what works best for their business. So this has kind of been what's going on with, with, with my business line lately. Now, why write the book and put this at the center of my business when the center of my business up to this point has been creating courses for other people. Why not just continue doing that? Well, I really strongly believe that you can refine your message and refine your product lines to a point where it is absolutely clear what you do, who you do it for, and how you go about doing that. And having a book and a related workbook and a related course or coaching program or community all aligned together eliminates confusion for your, pro for your product base, right? And it really makes a strong uh, push for exactly establishing what the identity is for your for your business in that product line. And that audience will come in there and very quickly be able to determine whether it's right for them or not. So what I've tried to do is drive some of that clarity I've coached for my own people into my own business line by narrowing down in a few opportunities. And this has been one of them. And it's been extremely helpful because, as you know, the 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 world of business is ever-changing. Mm -hmm. And I think you have to hold on to a few things. This is kind of like my little nuggets I would depart with. If you said, you know, give me something and run out the door, I'd say, you know, keep your eyes focused on your confidence being high, your opportunities being there and open and understanding that you have to maintain a mindset that gives you the ability to generate opportunities and that entrepreneurship is no guarantee of an always upswing. It's a wave, Right. And when you hit the bottom, you're going to need that confidence and those opportunities to kind of lift you up a little bit. And you just have to have this, like I was in the military. We used to say, no plan survives first contact with the enemy. <laughs> that was, yeah. And we planned our butts off, right? We planned all the time, but we planned that our plan wouldn't work. And so I've tried to take that into the entrepreneur space with me and say, look, no matter what's happening, whether it's revenue up or down, client work up or down, whatever the, the up and down is, whatever it is, you have to be steady as she goes. You have to have very clear focus in your business and you have to stay committed. Don't waffle. If you build a product line, support the product line and it will love you back. So that's kind of you know what's been working for me in my business and why I've kind of wrapped the book and the course line and the community all into it is because I really did want to build the thing that I love, not just something I can have, but something I intend to support 
And I wanted my clients to be able to benefit from that because when you're that invested in your product line and in your way of serving people, it comes through in everything you do for other people. It comes through in your marketing. It comes through in every podcast and YouTube channel that you support and all the things. So uh, to me, it's just about being very intentional, being focused, being optimistic and keeping your energy high, regardless of what's happening around you. Yeah, so many nuggets here. And this is, I think, you know, audience, what I want you to hear, because I hear it really loud. You need to understand what you stand for. Yeah. And as part of it, you in order to truly successfully monetize, you need to proliferate through multiple touch points, the book, the course, the workbook, because it will open the doors. Ultimately, you want to create an identity where people say this is how they can help you and your reputation will be built on the results. So break it down. Follow Mr. Dr. Lucas Marino. He does awesome work. Grab his book. It has been fantastic to have you as our guest today. Guys, I will tell you the roadmap to creating ROI is out there. It's time to pick up the invitation that we've extended to you today. Thank you for being our guest today, guys. This is Amplify Your Marketing Message. Be sure to connect to this amazing gentleman and Honoré, who you've seen here on our show as well. We will see you on our next episode. Until then, be sure to subscribe and get out there creating audience, impact, and revenue for your business. Thanks for being our guest today. We'll see you all soon.